Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's up? What's up? What's going on? <sighs> Enjoying not traveling. Oh, I'm sure. Holly we- asked if I was going to be around next week. Maybe we could do a little uh, gambling podcast. Yes. Podcast and gambling sort of thing. And I'm like, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Jeez. So, yeah. Anyways, what's up there? Oh, man. Just like crazy. This is like a crazy busy week with like all of like the Halloween activities and all that stuff going on. I'm doing my first trunk or treat like where I'm decorating a trunk. So I have that going on and all of Ronnie's lessons and all of Daisy's stuff. So just crazy. What does that mean, trunk or treat? So it's like you decorate literally the trunk of your car and like a th- like everyone has to have a different theme. So we're doing Frozen. So you like decorate like so the kids literally come and trunk or treat at your trunk. Like they walk up to your trunk and get candy and then they go to the next trunk. So all the parents are supposed to participate and so then the kids trick or treat like during the day. Is this like a COVID thing? It's like a school thing. No, it's a thing. I I don't know. Yeah, do, do you guys do this in other places or is this uh Yeah, I, mean, I, I it does seem a little bit safer than little children going up to strangers' houses and knocking on the front door. I mean, I used to trick or treat, you know, alone with friends, not with adults, you know? That's amazing. I um the first time I ever did a trunk or treat was like there was a huge one at Angel Stadium, but that was like a long time ago with like Ronnie when she was little. But now, yeah, they do them, like, at schools and stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's still kind of scary, though, because, like, you're two inches from throwing them in the car and yeah, that's, driving off. that's true. <laughs> I'm <so>, about <laughs> <laughs> just take the negative, like, crimes, abduction spin on this instead of a, uh, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I did get some uh, Halloween candy, I guess, uh, where I'm going, like, it's in like the like homeowners association you have to decorate uh-huh. and like people like literally like they've got adult beverages for the parents nice you've got like a fire outside and they're passing out beers well you know candy for the kids or whatever so yeah I'm like sweet nice my kind of trick-or-treating and hopefully it won't be the problem like in huntington where teenagers would come steal my bowl if I went inside. Yeah. There's always those bad apples out there, right? Are you staying in your neighborhood then? No, um, no, we're going to Garden Grove. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then we're actually, um, we're camping, like, uh, we're doing like a one-day camping trip, um, like near Santa Barbara solving area. Um, and then, like, driving back Halloween day, you know, and then trick-or-treating at night. Which Ron has, like, warned me, you're going to hit traffic so bad, you're not even going to make it to trick-or-treating. And I'm like, okay, Dad, it's not going to take freaking all day to travel. Like, calm down. <laughs> Are you going up there to see the Sandoval show? <laughs> is that the timing of that? Is no, it? When is, no, when is that? Is that like November 10th or something? Yeah, darn, I almost am, huh? Almost. Darn, yeah. yeah. He will be performing in Tempe on the 29th. Okay. 
So, well, in that news, I guess they did opening credits today for Vanderpump. Um, Yes. Some interesting people. I just was looking at stories, and I saw Katie's story. So it's her and Lala getting their makeup done, sitting with Logan Cochran, you know, Ariana's other half. Um, Do you think he's going to be in the opening credit, like, shot? Sorry, Chad just walked into the room. Say that one more time. So sitting next to Lala and Katie while they're getting their makeup done is Logan Cochran. Oh. Do you think he's going to be in the opening? Maybe. Maybe his role is bigger this year because of Lala. Yeah, maybe. Because of Lala. No, not Logan. No. Logan Cochran. Ariana's other half. Oh, no. (laughs) Why would he be there? He's, like, obviously, like, Ariana's assistant or something. Like, yeah. like his role has totally changed, don't you think? Do you need an assistant there to just, like... I mean, he's needed everywhere else, so <laughs> I, I, I don't know. That's true. That's true. Um, speaking of TomTom servers, I just saw a sad story. Brett Kenyon's cat has, like, serious... Um, issue. It's a, his kitten that got him through his last devastating breakup. So I just saw a story where he's trying to raise funds because he already had to drop like oh, lots of cash. So shout out if anyone wants to go to um, well Jamie Lynn restoried it but his he's the one that gave us the Tom Tom shirts you guys to give away to you guys. So if you feel compelled to help him his Instagram is Brett Kenyon 13. So B R E T T K E N Y O N 13. And you'll see the heartbreaking story there. Oh. Anyways, I just saw that. So, okay, well, we've got then obviously Sheena, Raquel. We show Peter. Peter! Natalie. Like, really, really Peter? Like, that, that makes me worried about the whole thing, too. Like, what? Well, and then what worries me, too, is like this shot of Peter, Demiana my biggest fan and Michaela Rose I don't know who that is but she's in a sir dress and they're like gearing up for season 10 or something I'm like yeah but you said that last year yeah she said that pretty much like every year and nothing has happened so <laughs> so we'll see yeah I mean, we've seen more of I am Olivia Ray than Demi yeah and this Michaela Rose that's a new one for me have you heard of her no but I mean, it look, like she's sitting down in a chair, and then there's like Peter and Guillermo and Natalie and Damiana. So hmm. it it seems like more than just like background people. Interesting. Interesting. Well, speaking of Katie, she has a new boyfriend or boy toy or love interest, whatever you might want to call it. He's a 25-year-old actor slash Josh Groban stand-in. Um, sorry, really quick. I'm going through Lala's stories, and I saw also that Max um, is in the mix. Lisa's Max? Yes. So we got Lisa's Max and Peter. So that's like the level that we're at. Okay. So they're they're really trying to bring in like the the roots of the show and, you know... Isn't he always in it, though? In the group shot? 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then, so it really doesn't mean anything where you are in this opening shot. True. Okay. Okay. Yes. Katie's boyfriend, Josh Groban. (laughs) He's not really standing, you guys, but yeah, he looks like like a hippie version of Josh Groban. His name is Satchel Clendenin. (laughs) He is known for some shows I've never heard of, Remy and... Is Satchel like a, a a name that like I have not familiarized myself with? Like, is that like a what? Do you, what the fuck are you talking about, Holly? <sighs> you know a Satchel? Wait, Hello. Wh- why is that true? Help me. Meet, you know, meet Satchel. Oh, I'm like that does sound really <laughs> effing familiar. Can we please? Can we please go do that again? Well, that bar closed. It's no longer in existence. I know, but like they're they're everywhere. Like we need to to really do that again. We love that. You guys, Meet Satchel was our biggest rival at bar trivia, and he was like a one man show. And you know, he looked like um... oh god, sorry, my bad. You know, like he'd wear like a plaid checkered shirt, but he's like a modern kind of metro. He's like a up. A modern grizzly man, you know what I'm talking about. He was like kind of like hipster before hipster, hipster. was like a thi- like a thing. Like he was a little before his time. Yes, and I think he carried a satchel too. I think so um, too. Holly was convinced he was always cheating. I just said he's just one of those weird, quirky guys that has weird knowledge. Um, he beat us. We we came in second like a hundred times in a row. I and I then, think like someone was feeding him the questions like before or some or like giving like the like maybe. Well, I guess we are we always knew what it was going to be like what the theme was, but like I feel like he had some inside shit going on. <laughs> yes, you did. You like, tried to bust him a few times, and then Holly's like, "Fuck it! If he's cheating, I'm going to cheat." So she'd like run to the bathroom. I'm like, "We don't need to cheat." <laughs> But then I'd be like, well, it's like but, it's like ten years later, and I'm still like triggered by Meat Satchel. <laughs> we did beat him twice, though, legitimately. And our team was the pretty ones. Yes, which was our team name. That's right. Well, for us too, for roller derby. Yes. Okay, so he's in some show best known for Remy and Arietta, buried and the sequence of an adolescent revenge. Have you heard of any of those? No. Okay. I have not either. So we'll see where this goes. He kind of also looks like the dude from Charles McMansion. Rest in peace. Yes. When someone brought that up, I literally gasped. I was like, oh my gosh. Like that. There it is. Yeah. Um, and kind of like the, the, that seventies guy show guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm short. I'm not feeling the chem like when I look at him and I think of Katie like I'm not feeling the chemistry um but maybe I don't know I don't know what I was expecting like her I don't think that we can I don't think we're able to like it's like picturing your mother with sexual energy I think we've gone so far with Katie that we can't see outside of how we see her like I, she's asexual to me I I don't know I I guess I was like really they've like, really they've really talked her up you know what I mean like it's a bit like she's on this like 
different plane. Like, she's really feel like she even has said herself, like, she is literally feeling herself. She's happy. She feels. So, I was, I guess, like, I painted this different picture in my head, and I'm a little. There's nothing wrong with him because, like, I would be devastated if I read, like, some of the comments that I was reading. Um, the same thing goes for th- this is, I don't know why my brain just went there, but have you seen Maddie, Maddie Ziegler's boyfriend? Go on to her um, TikTok or Instagram and just, like, look her up and read the comments. Like, very similar vibe. Um, And the dude just gets annihilated in the comments. Oh, well, that's me. It is. You know, it's like maybe, you know, that's her type. Like, people have types. I don't know. Oh. Kind of looks like Sergio, Caroline Stanberry's dude, a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean, it's the same for me with Schwartz. I cannot picture Schwartz having sex. Like, the whole time they're saying, Katie's getting some big old dick. I can't see this. I can't picture it. I can't picture Schwartz having sex either. Like, I truly Ew. believe his dick does not work. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I can. Like, that's... I, I don't know why I just said that out <gasps> loud. But... <gasps> oh, Baba. <sighs> I feel like... I, I can more easily picture Schwartz than I can Sandoval. Oh. For some reason. I can more easily picture Sandoval with a dude than I can with Ariana. I can picture but... Sandoval, like, like doing, like, a solo, like, sex tape, like, Stassi. Yeah. Like, style. and, like, you know, it, it's like a mirror. That's why he hates Stassi. He was jealous of her self-sex tape. Yeah, like, imagine him, like, in the mirror, like, looking at himself, like, in love with himself. Like, that could be, like, a really hot, like, yeah, masturbation video. Like yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, legit. He, he could, I hope like, you're he listening. Could, Shout out to you. He could, like, set the mood lights, like, just right and then do, like, his glow makeup. Like, it could be a yeah. whole vibe. His Strix. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, speaking of <laughs> sexual chemistry, Schwartz said that he and Raquel, while he loves and adores her and just thinks she's a treasure, there's no sexual chemistry there. Zero, zero, as he likes to say. No sexual tension. Yes, they did have a little makeout, but, you know, it was accidental. Um, and, yeah, I guess I can kind of see that like I don't really see the sparks flying between them I don't either they're just too similar but I feel like even though like that's like a completely honest and like fair statement to make I feel like that would still like if if I was Raquel like that would it would still hurt my feelings that like I don't know because it's like you know we've heard him like go off about like how turned on he is by like Lisa Vanderpump or like Um, by people with elf ears. Yeah, like like he, it's like anything can kind of get the guy going. So I I feel like I would like s- secretly be like, what the fuck? Like if I was Raquel, you know? Yeah, I was watching Bachelor in Paradise and this guy was with this girl, but it was kind of by default, but they had a great time. Well, then they split them up and kind of did like a Temptation Island knockoff. And the guy went on other dates, and while those dates didn't work out, in the course of that, he realized even those dates, he felt more of a like a sexual connection or whatever than the original girl. Well, the original girl had the same opportunity, but she stayed in her room the whole time and never dated anyone. So she comes back all excited, and he basically has to tell her, uh, I, you're just not like my person. I think you're great. 
He's like, but something's missing. And so he's not even choosing another girl. He's choosing no one and still breaking up with her. So I'm like, that's got to sting. Um, that, you well, at least want it to be, you lose out to another girl. It's like, oh, she's prettier. She's hotter. She's whatever, has more influence, you know? That's but, why, so- like, I'm also extremely excited that tonight we're talking about Summer House because I just, like, in the nick of time, finished the episode, you know, to discuss it with you, episode one and two, and I'm literally dying to talk about it because okay. I just thought it was, like, such great television. Okay, that's what you, what you guys were covering today. It's Winter House. So when we get done with our updates, we'll move into that. Yes. Um, okay, Katie was at an emo fest, music festival. I just thought this was an interesting foursome. It was Katie, Kristen, Ariana, and Lauren Chavez. Yeah, that was... A.K.A. Cat Scratch Fever on Mr. James Kennedy. Yes. Which is interesting, because Kristen was part of that. Yeah. So she's still a thing. She's still in the mix, you know? She's keeping herself there. Um, Then we have Lala, Sheena, Brock, Jax, Brittany at Disneyland together, which begs the question, Lala made it very clear she was not speaking with and friends with Schwartz mainly because he like still followed Randall you know and and didn't want to like cut friendship off completely so she was like you're cut out of my life and you know she was very angry with him at BravoCon but Jax I guess it's okay for Jax to be friends with Randall and Lala has no problem with that because she's very friendly with Jax and Brittany yeah, that is... So Jax did a live Instagram story, like, showing off his new veneers. And in the story, <laughs> Randall Emmett Films comes up and comments. is like, hey, buddy, or whatever it is Randall does. Um, so clearly, they're still friends. Interesting. A little bit of a double standard. I There was something else that came up that I wanted to, like, see what all of... I wanted you guys, our listeners, to sound off at. Um, I believe it was in Reddit that they were, you know, they took a picture of the everybody at Universal Studios. And a lot of people were commenting about how ridiculous it is that they're all getting comped tickets and that they're, you know, VIP at the parks or whatever that... They have plenty of money to be able to buy their ticket. Like, why not, you know, pay for their ticket and donate tickets to a family that isn't able to go to Universal Studios or something like that? And yeah, um, what, what do you? What is your take on that? Um, I mean, I don't know if Jackson Brittany have the money, but the rest of them, yeah. I mean, do they? They don't, It's not like they need the free advertising. Like, I get Kevin's foods sending Jack some free food because he keeps posting about him or something. Sure. But does Disneyland need to be promoted by Vanderpump Rules people and and ex people in some cases? Like, they don't need the press. I guess that was, like, the main um, point of the the original poster in Reddit or what it was like, what, like, are, are the Vanderpump Rules moms going to drive traffic to Universal freaking studios? You know what I mean? Like, what, yeah, what, Universal. Yeah. like, what, like, they aren't influencers like that. And it, definitely not in, like, the parent world. So, I don't know. I, 
Yeah. Like I was thinking, would I guess I feel like if I was Sheena or Lala, like I maybe wouldn't have even known that that would like bother people. It's kind. Of, I, I don't know. It's a like they're probably just you know it's like what they do. They just go check in and have the extra security or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Just that I'd know. throw it out there. Um. Well, speaking of that and Jax and possibly being hard up, he may be hard up because it looks like he is starting to unblock people. Notably, he and ironically, he unblocked the Instagram account called Blocked by Jax. So now they're like, I'm not changing my handle because now they're not blocked by Jax. Oh my gosh. So he, he was, they were DMing about Jax's closet. And he's like, no, it really is me. And she's not really buying it. She's like, well, send me a picture. He's like, I'm not going to send you a picture so you can use it against me. And she's like, well, I don't, how, how could a picture be used against you? But whatevs. He's like, how about this? I'll unblock you on my regular account. Well, sure enough, two minutes later, she was unblocked. He's like, see, I told you. Like, so oh, the shop, okay. shop the, the Instagram shop jacks or whatever is him. Okay. But there's nothing for sale. I want to buy something. What, what he took everything down? The only thing you see is the Jeremy Maddox print, which we already own. Really? <laughs> he had yeah. a bunch of stuff up there. Well, go look. Make sure okay. I hit the right thing. Okay, okay. I, mean, I typed in what she was screenshotting. Oh, um checked ebay too oh yeah i was gonna say ebay is what i was shopping off of i couldn't find anything there except for like i think other people were selling like autograph cast picture oh no it's him like it's clearly him let me see if i can find it um i'll I'll just do that while we're talking yeah okay so then in other news so james I don't think we talked about this last week because I think it was on Thursday after we podcasted. But James apparently was overheard at BravoCon saying how he didn't find any of the ladies on Southern Charm even pretty. Yes. So Andy calls him out on it on Watch What Happens Live while on stage with the cast of Southern Charm and um, Summer House and Vanderpump. And so everyone's like, really? And then he like stumbles. He's like, no, oh, oh, I, I meant another show. I got the shows confused. Well, it's like, what shows would you confuse? Um, I think you would confuse Southern Charm with Summer House or Winter House, right? So we're still talking about the same ladies on stage. Yeah. I don't think you're confusing Southern Charm with like Married to Medicine or a Million Dollar Listing. You know what I mean? Like, you're comparing it to similar shows. That's why they had those three shows on the same stage because they're similar shows. So I think he probably meant Summer House if he didn't mean Southern Charm. Either way, he's offending the lady sitting there with him. Very awkward. He he then, Andy's like, well, what show did you mean? And then he wouldn't answer, which was very smart. Yes. But he also at the same time was overheard insulting Shep saying he didn't understand how any woman was like interested in Shep or how Shep got the ladies <laughs> and Shep's like well whatever you know he's kind of like taking it in um, and James is like well I mean how old are you and he's like 43 he's like yeah I mean see like he's like age shaming him or he's saying like um, 
you know, maybe for, you know, your age or something, but all the, everyone in the audience starts uh, cheering for Shep or whatever, booing James. And James is like, well, see, look, you've got all these old ladies here after you. So he insults the audience. Oh, my and gosh. everyone boos. Andy's like, ooh, buddy, that's not going to play well. <laughs> like, he just kept digging his hole deeper and deeper. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> yeah, James, I was one of those people. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, I wasn't at that show, but. <laughs> and it's like, also, he he has, like, this delusion of himself. Like, he just thinks he's, it's like. You are shredded and ripped, James. You look, you have abs, but you know what? You have abs because you're 90 pounds. And really, actually, they're just ribs is what we're seeing. Yeah. Because you're 90 pounds. I th- I felt like he bulked up a little bit. Like, he did. He yeah. Did last year or two, but... Yeah. Traditionally speaking. Yes. Totally. Strengthy. But I guess he was also mad that he wasn't mic'd up for that. Um, and even when he went to answer the the thing, he stood up like he was going to grab the microphone and walk down stage. And Andy's like, no, 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 stay seated. So he was kind of shot down there. Oh. But I guess, you know, because they had three shows of cast on the stage, so only certain people were mic'd up. Um, well, Sheena and the Toms were in the front row, and they were mic'd up. Lala, who was behind James, and Katie were mic'd up. Well, James got all pissed off. He's like, well, why am I not getting mic'd up? Who are they? What? They're not more important than James Kennedy. And he was like spazzing out that he didn't get a mic. So I, I'm, I guess it must have been like him, Ariana, and Raquel that didn't get mic'd up. And he got all pissy about it, which is funny. That is funny. <laughs> yeah. So that's about that. I mean, there's all that shit going on with Rinna and the bots and the publicist and the gun and the IP addresses just like I can't get away from it so there's I don't think there's really any point talking about it because I'm sure that's all you guys are reading about in Facebook groups and blogs and articles and podcasts so it's crazy though yeah it's like Rinna and Erica Jane both self-sabotage themselves because had they just kind of, like if Rinnad remained quiet, except for like outing the stuff Kathy said, but it, it would have gone a different way. But they both are, their own behavior altered their own course in a negative manner because of their delivery and their tone and their aggressiveness. And I feel like Erica Jane too, I think she would have had a lot more empathetic followers had she handled herself a little differently yes so that's that anything else on Vanderpump updates um no I'm just like waiting for the date of when we can see season 10 like literally every day I feel like we're getting closer though um what what did you think of the the selfie with producer Jerry today (laughs) <laughs> yeah, with Raquel and Sheena, like, who he tried to, like, I don't know. I mean, clearly they weren't favored at the beginning of the season, but maybe he realized he needed them, so now they're favored. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? 
I know. It'll be interesting to see, like, the, the story that's told, you know? How it's put together. Yeah. All right. Let's talk Winter House. Before we do that, let's just quickly talk about our sponsor this week, Thrive Cosmetics. You guys have heard us talk about Thrive before because we love them and we're very loyal. Um, and we're back because... I know I talked to you guys a couple weeks ago about trying some of their more um, other products and Holly's here to talk about her experience. We both loved the latest stuff we got to try. Um, it was fun trying new stuff. It was it came in super handy for me like BravoCon and everything. I had that um, hydrating lip tint because you know travel is so dehydrating that I was constantly whipping that thing out on my airplanes and in all the different cities I've been this past month, it's so easy to get like chapped lips and, and just the constant weather changes between the different places I was going. Um, so this is a sheer strength hydrating lip tint. It can last up to six hours. Um, and it, I just felt like it's really thick and creamy and smooth, but it like, it feels like it's just penetrating. It's not just like sitting on top. And it's got a little pop of color, so um, I love it for when I go to the gym because I don't want to put on makeup, but I don't want to look completely like washed out. So it gives me a little color without looking like I got I have full lipstick on or anything like that. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about that? Um, yeah, same thing. I really loved that too. But um, my absolute favorite was the eyeliner. Um, I the eyeliner is like the bomb I am not good at applying makeup you guys like I'm a very basic like I'm always on the run and so but sometimes I want like a little extra you know and I literally can use it in the car it goes on the application is so smooth it has a little smudger at the end which is so nice and um it just I love having it in my makeup bag it's so convenient it feels so good I don't have to worry about it like I don't, it's just easy application. I've never once had a problem with it. Yeah, that was the first thing I noted is it glided on so smoothly. Yes. But I love that it doesn't run. It's It thrives Infinity Waterproof Eyeliner, so it really, like, stays in place, which I've been struggling with lately. I don't know if it's because, like, I have too much moisturizer on or if my skin's changed, I'm older, but my eyeliner tends to, like, come come down. Yeah. And it's embarrassing, like, especially being at BravoCon for, like, eight hours, ten hours, by the end of, like, to go to watch What Happens Live, I would have had to completely start my whole face makeup over again normally. But this, I didn't, and it didn't run down at all. It stayed in place as it should have, Um, so I didn't really have to uh, do any uh, redoing of the makeup. Yeah, that paired with the mascara, and you literally can walk into like a fancy restaurant even if you're like oh my god like where's my makeup bag if you have those two items you can fix yourself up real quick yeah and I use that brilliant eye brightener this time I tried the um well they have the light one which is good for day I think we we tried Stella this time but the bronzer one I've been um you know to give you that bronzy glowy look and it's cool looking in the evening I think that shade is called pilly um and I really like that too so you guys can try it now, especially it's so important that we're not using animals to test all of our products and, and that we use. So you can rest assured Thrive is cruelty-free. They're very picky about ingredients, um, and 
strict policies around animal cruelty. It's also 100% vegan. There's no parabens or sulfates. So um, it's really a great product for your skin and also ethically. Um, Also, Thrive Cosmetics offers their bigger than beauty promise. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. Women emerging from homelessness or surviving domestic abuse or fighting cancer and all sorts of other great programs. So it's nice that you're also purchasing a great product that is also doing good for other women. So you guys can try Thrive Cosmetics and get 15% off your first order when you go to thrivecosmetics.com slash pumpers. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-C-A-U-S-E. M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash pumpers for 15% off. Nice. All right. Winter house. Okay. So winter house. Um, From the very beginning. Like first impression. Like not a lot happened first episode, but you're just kind of getting introduced. I was feeling like I'm like, I don't I think this is a little too chaotic for me. I don't think I can do it. I don't not digging it. Yeah. Um, But I am already hooked on episode two. So, yes. Okay. So getting so this is the second season. Yes. And um this is like probably like such a horrible question to people who watch these shows all the time, but I'm still going to say it. Um, is Summer House only two weeks? No, Summer House is the whole summer. Okay, so Winter House, like the premise is it's, it's like they keep saying it's a two-week vacation. If I can't do something in two weeks, then blah, 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 blah. So it's a two-week vacation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and so it's got, you know, a crossover of some of the people from Summer House. Got it some of the people from Southern Charm and now this season the Toms for VPR will be um, I don't think they're like obviously the, they're not staying the whole time this is like the cast right now right I think they're going to be visitors as kind of like when Craig and Austin would visit Summer House yes they're going to be on for maybe two episodes is my guess got it got it so we've got Luke who was on Summer House he looks um very different on TV than he does in person. I'll say that. I posted some pictures, you guys, in the Facebook group. You know, there's only like 2,000 to go through. So. In, a, in, a, in a good way or a bad way, Sarah? Uh, I think he's cuter on TV. Okay, okay. Usually you find it the opposite, you know? Yeah. He looked a little American Psycho for me. and Maybe it was because he had like the weird stash. Yeah. You know, kind of creepy. And he looked very glossy and hair slicked back i don't know he just looked a little american psycho for me in person okay um but he's from northern minnesota so i've always had a fondness for him um and i go back and forth like when this jessica girl comes um i thought it was really cheesy when he's like well i this is the only time i could do it because I'm a producer and I, I act and when I, I'm just not one of those people that say I act but don't I actually do like I thought that was pretty cheesy and, and like kind of false modesty like you know he, he's got the whole Schwartz Minnesota aw shucks thing but also he's got like the neurotic side to him where I don't know she, and she's like I'm always a, um, 
attracted to the most powerful man in the room. This that appears to be Luke, and I'm like, really? Because like at BravoCon, Luke was like selling maple syrup, so <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um. So I kind of go back and forth with him. Okay, but what what are your thoughts on on everyone? Um. I don't know. Um. I don't know. Like speaking in, uh, if we're like starting at episode one, I was just trying to like I was figuring out like what was going on, and I was pleased with like the new people. Speaking of like, um, is it Rachel uh-huh. and um, and Corey? There's Jessica. Jessica, yeah, Jessica, Corey. Like I liked, like I thought that they handled themselves well and did a good job of like showing their anxiety of like fitting in with the group because I feel like it would be super intimidating, you know, coming into, you know, a house with Craig or Kyle or, you know, any of them, like it would just be intimidating. So I thought they did a really good job of holding their own and meshing with everybody. Now I'm trying to figure out because on summer house, when Kyle and Amanda were getting married, all of these like vendors were dropping out and they, Oh, I have to sneeze. Um, they lost their florist like two weeks before their wedding. Uh-huh. <sighs> Excuse me. <laughs> Bless you. Coming. Um, so they were panicking at the last minute. They found this Rachel person who was oddly able to do it. She's a big, like, I think has a big following on Instagram or Pinterest for her floral designs. Uh-huh. And, um, so they showed her as kind of like saving the day. So I don't know if that was like... Was that all planned? Like, oh, your florist dropped out. Like, you know, to, to introduce her because they knew she was going to be on Winter House. Or did they meet her legit as a florist and be like, you should come to Winter House. Like, yeah. I'm a little suspect on that. It feels a little too staged. Planned. Yeah, yeah. But she seems fine. Yeah. Now, um, to give you some background on Summer House... Typically, Kyle and Amanda always take the master, like, primary mm-hmm. bedroom. And sometimes it's annoying because you're like, you know, there's other couples. In this case, it's not because, like, Craig and Paige don't serve it as much. It was the way Craig went about it, like, Mr. Big Spender, like, here. Like, okay, they've, there were times when they didn't have the master bedroom. Nobody pays each other off like it's just all worked out and sorted out you know? right right like when the housewives divvy up bedrooms right so it was really kind of condescending kind of you know like look at me I'm just rolling in money for him to like here's 500 and then here's I'll give Amanda 500 too like really you're giving and I don't know it's, it just seemed like so, showboating yeah so in the first episode I'm coming into it like I have nothing bad to say about Craig, like, from watching the other show. Like, I don't, like, I have pretty much no opinion. But I started to see quickly that, like, there is, like, a major flaw with the dude. And, yeah, it started with this, and I I kind of brushed it off. I was like, oh, okay, like, I guess that is kind of nice. Like, maybe that, like, just, like, takes care of it. You know, like, 
is it show I, I don't know like I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt but yeah. as the episode goes on I was like really disgusted I was like okay I see the little pattern here and I, I'm getting it he's an insecure little bitch like he's got this chip on his shoulder like he does with Shep about you know he's got this new money thing so he's got to showboat it he just when it comes down to it I'm sorry like and he keeps referencing I make too much money and all that it's like do you think sewing down south really does more than lover boy? I mean, I feel like, like I got the imp- like like I think that like why I was grossed out by it is I feel like every little comment and everything that he's saying is like it's like ego driven like on the on his like how famous he is. Yes. And so, like, I don't care about his, like, side hustle business or, like, how how much even his contract is. It's, like, comes from this place of, like, like, if he were, like, putting himself up on, like, the highest pedestal for, like, his, his fans and fame and, like, it's, like, owed to him. Like, he's almost saying, like, I work so hard on my fame and, like, I give up so much to do what I do. I deserve this. And it's, like, do you really, though? Like... I don't know. Like, I would be a little more grateful and a little more humble. That would probably go a really long way. See, and we've heard this now from several different people. Both Shep and Austin said it. Now Kyle's saying it. And one of the other, Luke said it. Luke invited him to his home in Minnesota last July 4th. That he's all, he's become very entitled. And Okay, so was that, was the firework incident filmed? No. I just, this is the first I heard about it, too. Um, that he kicked him out. Well, he made him sleep outside. He didn't let him in the house anymore because apparently the bedroom that he gave Craig to sleep in had some fireworks in it, but they weren't, he wasn't planning on letting them off. And also, you're a guest. It's not your job to, you know, your place to take it and go light it off. And I, I feel, okay, like, I have such a problem with that because I feel just in the little interactions that I've seen of, like, how he has treated this house so far I'm like completely mortified and it like actually like makes me feel sick like how he's like treating the house and I feel like that is such a good point like it would be like if I went over to a house and I was a guest at it like at a party and there happened to be boxes of like sex toys and I was like well what they're in there like everyone knows I like those so I use them of course I did and like the guest being like well actually like I those weren't for you and I wasn't going to open that box and me being like well they're there like how could you or even like alcohol there was like oh I have an extra case of wine in this bedroom because that's where I store it you went like drink at all be like um and and then like and off of the premise of like what i like alcohol like that does that's it's rude yeah i'm a pyro he kept saying it's like yeah well even so but i think he was more concerned because he was doing it next to his boat which is one hundred fifty thousand dollars. yeah i don't think i think it sounded like he was being careless and stupid i think i think what dulled that argument a tiny bit was how much he kept saying his boat was like do we really have to keep dropping (laughs) like like they both were doing it like they were going like tit for tat and it was just like so cringy i was just like and just jumping ahead a little bit okay well actually i'll ask you so tell me about Paige and that the history of that 
actually just thinking about BravoCon now because I didn't realize this because we just I just realized they don't like each other and like Luke had to sit there and look at Craig's crowded fucking booth all week long. That must have oh, sucked. Yeah. I mean, Luke was busy, but not as busy as Craig's. Okay, what do you need to know about Paige? Okay, so I gathered from, you know, their confessionals or whatever that that they have a long-distance relationship. Um, like, how how long have they been together? Like, what what's going on? Well, you saw her on Southern Charm. Yes. Um, so they started dating... So they were together at Winter House last year, but Craig had a girlfriend, and I don't think Paige had a boyfriend, but they've, they've been friends for a while, but one of them always was in a relationship. Okay. Uh, because Craig would come to Summer House and that sort of thing, but Paige was usually in a relationship, so they were just friends. Well, then, like, after Winter House, Craig broke up with his girlfriend, and so he and Paige started dating last did, summer. Did the fa- did like everyone like the ex girlfriend? Um, well, I mean, she was on the show last season on on Southern Charm. Did you like? I mean, I, I don't remember. Do we? She's do we like very. Her? She is. I always confused her with Taylor. They're very similar. They look similar. Okay, okay I kind of remember that now. They're both kind of like mealy mouth, like uh, you know, just very uh-huh. similar. Okay. Um, yeah, she was gorgeous though. Um, so they just broke up. Nothing, I don't think, bad or anything. So Paige and Craig started dating over the summer. Well, she was filming Summer House, and she was still dating Andrea. Um, and he was effing Kristen Cavallari. He was effing Naomi. Um, he oh. and Naomi got back together. Uh, they didn't get back together. They hooked up a couple times while he's dating Paige. But they weren't exclusive. So... That's why Paige didn't have a problem with it. But that's also why Paige didn't really want Craig hanging out with Naomi. Like, because they had just hooked up, like, a couple weeks prior. Okay, okay, okay. I get it, I get it. Understandably, you know. So, and then towards the end of the summer, um, or, like, at Kyle and Amanda's wedding, which was, like, Labor Day or something, that's when they went exclusive. Okay, and then in the history of Craig, has his girlfriends, like, kind of shared, like, what Paige is dealing with right now where she has, you know, like, secondhand embarrassment for the things that, like, that is com- are coming out of Craig's mouth. Like, the way he acts when he's drunk or, like, the embarrassing things he says. Like, is this, like, normal behavior? Um, certainly for Naomi because he... He, that's when he was always lying, like saying he took the bar when he didn't, saying he passed, graduated law school when he had it, and that sort of thing. He was okay. just being like a little baby, and he was just like sewing with a home sewing machine and not going to work or okay. anything. Oh, okay, yes, it's all coming back to me now. I remember and, that. But then after Naomi, the girlfriend that he had, then he was kind of making his way okay he he legit he he did start the law practice and his pillow company did start to take form and he was um the one you like the guy like you like the most on southern charm because shep and austin t rav and all of them are such douchebags so right. it was that era when craig had like a comeuppance and people i mean people always rooted for him but yeah he always kind of was like a little lazy a little entitled spoiled yeah um but likable. Right now, I think it just sounds like he's he's not he's so entitled. Like the exactly what you're saying, the way he was treating the house and being like, 
if we're not going to trash this house, I'm leaving. It's going to be boring. Like, why do you have to smash glass on the floor to have fun? Like, that's stupid. Yeah. And they're... uh, Okay, so let's talk about... Let's just, like, get down... Let's get into the episode. So... Yeah. Um, they, everyone picks their room, which I, I find this part, like at, at the first, like I said, the first episode, I was like, I don't really care about this, like real world esque sort of like, yeah. sh- like, I don't like the way it's shot. It bothers me. Um, and it stresses me out a little bit, but I, then once I got to know everybody, like I'm, I'm invested now, but, um, I, one thing that I love is I love seeing like how, like, filthy some of their rooms are and then others like keep their themselves tidy and like you can tell like they care about what the camera is going to see oh, um should have seen last year or last the last couple summer houses Paige, so Paige and <laughs> craig are a real match Paige and sierra are the dirtiest they all they did was eat in bed so they would find like peanut butter crackers down by their feet inside their sheets and everything Ew. clothes just everywhere like super dirty and messy i mean i like while i was watching it i found myself like wondering like would i let my like because you know like without the vanderpump people are like you forget the cameras are there it's like would i forget the cameras are there and like become messy like i i don't know (laughs) i i don't because i do love to like come home take my stuff off and throw it like there's something like a little like satisfying for me in that yeah. but like I, I would I feel like I would at least still like shove it in my bag and then like put my bag away so like I'm messy but like not on camera I, I don't know like I yeah. just I wonder personally what I would do I always get crap for because people say it looks like you just like literally were walking and just walked right out of your shoes and kept going because I'll have like shoes like in the formation of a, a like a walking step <laughs> all, throughout, all over my floors that's hilarious like, well I mean then they're there for when I'm gonna use them again I just walk right into them <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious but then I think about the other things like oh the box of tampons by my toilet I'm like hmm, I'd want to make sure I put that away <laughs> yeah or just like 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 I don't know yeah and then, like, it was stressing me out, too, how some of the shots were, like, showing them getting into their pajamas. Like, I would die. Like, Oh, my God. I, I literally noted that on the last episode. But they do this all the time with Summer House. And, I mean, there's a lot of freeze framing going on because I'm like, oh, my God. How do they eat and drink like that and then have these bodies? The guys and the girls. Yes. Okay. So, the, so in the first episode, like they're getting to know each other. Like it's off. Like you could literally. I felt the anxiety like through the TV. You know, I wanted to start drinking because I was like uncomfortable. Um, you know, like they're trying to like, you know, show like it's winter. We're gonna go snowmobiling. We're gonna sled. Like let's get cold. Let's get warm. Let's have hot chocolate. Let's play games. Um. It looked fun, but, like, again, like, I could tell, like, the group wasn't meshing. Like, no one was, like, quite comfortable yet. Yeah. Um. So then the other thing that was stressing me out was, like, so they would, like, whoop it up at night. And then in the morning, it was, like, all hell broke loose. There's, like, no, no one picked up one thing. They're all sleeping until, like, noon. Yeah. And the, the couple of Rachel. people. <laughs> yeah. Rachel wakes up early and is, like, every single morning she's been cleaning everything. 
It's so horrible. It's not just like dishes. I mean, there's just shit Trash. all over the floor, broken glass. And it's like, I mean, that's the thing that always bugged me about summer house. It's like, okay, how many, literally every week, all it is, is a theme party and them getting shit faced. I mean, the fact that they're doing Jaeger bombs and picklebacks and they're in their 30s should say it all. I mean, but it like I see why they do because when they do then like the drama comes out but like I'm watching it and I'm like literally exhausted and just like I, I don't know what I would do. So what they also typically do is they'll either make a big family dinner or they'll go out to dinner and then they come back and party some more and then they order like a whole bunch of pizzas or a whole bunch of other DoorDash stuff so they're constantly eating and constantly drinking and obviously, like some of these drinks, those aren't the the Jaeger bombs. Those aren't like locale. The, you know, like I, I don't understand. When is their metabolism going to change? Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, the theme party thing is getting real old. And here they did it again. Kicked it. I mean, it it. They're all sometimes fun ideas, but it's because it's every week is another theme. It's just like when Vanderpump does that. Yes. Like, enough already. Well, that's why... Okay, so let's let's get into a little bit more here. So, um, they are kind of like sizing each other up, and a couple of the people are like, you know, they're single, and they're wondering, like, is there... You know, it would be kind of cool to meet someone in this situation, like it's two weeks, like, I don't know, maybe... You never know what could happen. Um, so they're all kind of like talking about what they do and feeling each other out. And so right away you can see like, okay, maybe there's like a couple of connections here. Um, and right away we jump into it with, let's start with um, Luke and Jessica. Yeah. They Let's just go right to the hot tub. So they, they go out to the hot tub and you you feel like like, okay, they're vibing, you know, like it's, and Luke was very respectful of Jason because Jason brought Jessica. He's like, look, I don't want to... He's a friend, and Jason is very nice. Um, I don't want to step on any toes. And she makes it very clear that she doesn't care and that she's interested. Literally tells Luke, um, Luke I'm interested in you. Yes. So that's what he's going off of. Yes. It's important later on. Yes. And, yeah, I, yeah, I, I do feel like that is important later on. So... Um, Anyways, like, they're talking about what they do. Like, they, you, as a viewer, you think, like, okay, like, they're into each other. Well, then it gets, like, I would say a little bit awkward because he kind of, he tries to make a move and he's like, you know, can I, can I kiss you right now? Like, it, can we do that? Like, can we kiss, you know, and she was like, not, like, not right now. Like, this, like, this was just, like, our, I think she called it, like, a first date. Yeah, like, just too soon, but, you know. And, and like, he, he was, like, I, I feel like he kind of, like, abruptly, and, you know, he's, like, okay, then I'm going to go take a shower yeah. and whatever. So, like, again, like, if that was me, if I was in her position, I would have been, like, oh, my God, like, I wasn't ready to kiss him, but, like, now I've totally insulted him, and, like, that was just on TV. Like, I'm so embarrassed, but, and, like, I felt, like, a little bit it was kind of awkward, but it, it ends right there. So that moment passes, and we move on. Um, and then 
you know, other people are having conversations too. Like, just like the whole vibe of like the first episode is like, you know, who's going to match with who? Like, what's what's going on here? So then, um, I don't know. Did anything else happen that episode? No. Okay. So then we go to the next episode and just really quick. Yeah. I just have to say something about the way the house was being treated. It was so cringy. Um, I have kind of like a, a story that re- a couple stories that relate to that. I used to um, be involved with like filming contracts when I managed the building in downtown LA. And I remember like, like the, the bachelor came in there, um, a bunch of reality shows, like, and I remember it, like I would sit with the owner of the building and they would, you know, it would be the location fees they pay you guys are absolutely insane like it is not given for free it is like I mean maybe sometimes it is but like we never gave our location for free ever and it was like gigantic amounts of money that the shows would pay for our location we had like a helicopter pad like all that stuff but um the damage that would happen to our building like so let's just say for example um someone's coming in for like an hour shoot but like and like the shot is going to take an hour but it would take like probably two days for them to load in and out to get all of the equipment in to get ready the lighting blah 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 and um they would charge like so for like an hour shot they would charge let's say like a hundred thousand dollars or something i remember i'd be like that's absolutely ridiculous like it's no like it doesn't hurt us to have them here like why are we charging that much and why are they paying that much like how like that's a tiny little like it like would be on the show for three seconds like it was tiny and um what would happen was the crew would come in and even though they like in the contract like they had to lay cardboard and like this and that they would mutilate our place like they would run into the walls with their equipment and like completely like demolish them or like we they'd be on our wood floor and scratch the wood floor and you know like yes we got paid for that so then the repairs came out of that money but it was almost like more of a hassle than it like than to even like get that money so when I saw that poor house and the way that it was being treated, I was just like, ooh, like that, like imagine watching that as like the owner or who, you know, whoever, yes. I don't know. That was just yuck. Like all of them jumping on the table. So it's like, ew, gross. And then just think about all the glass, like the glass could have scratched whatever flooring they had. Well, and then did you see that scene where they're like, let's bring the tables in and they're like, like yeah. across the wood floor. My other my other friend that just got done shooting for Netflix at her house in Long Beach, like her house is gorgeous, and um, she said that the crew, like mo- there was this really heavy piece of furniture that she had, and the crew didn't lift it; they pulled it across her floors and like completely ruined the wood floor. And like you know, they do a walkthrough after, and like they get they get paid for damages or whatever, but it's still like. It's like that was like a lazy move to not pick up the table and to drag it, and like these people the just don't. Underneath it. Yeah, they don't. They don't care because it's not like they're just. They don't see it as someone's home. They see it as like a yeah. filming location or whatever. Oh my god. So I don't know. I just when he said that, I was like, I don't think like us, like the viewers, like 
we're not impressed with like you ruining the house. Like it's actually like it makes you look like really immature and yeah, like pretending you're a rock star in a hotel room or something. Yeah, like, or that's, you, that's not cool though. And I felt know? and I felt like again like that comment was coming from like a place of ego where he's like, no, this is what the people like. They like to see us party so much that we destroy the house. And it's like actually it's not. Yeah, it gives me anxiety too. And yeah, he's such a dick about. I'm not cleaning up. It's like, first oh of my all, God. you're oh. the one that made the mess. So you know what? If you didn't make the mess, or let's say Jason, who does always does all the cooking, Jason and Luke, if they're like, we cooked, you guys clean, sure. But Craig made the mess and then was such an entitled little... Yeah, so so they wake up in the morning and the house is just like demolished again. And um, some of the housemates are complaining. They're like, I literally stepped on glass. Like there's broken shards going in like you cannot go downstairs in bare feet like that is not acceptable so then they go into the room and they're like okay Craig like it's time to clean up the stuff that you made like the mess that you made and he's like no I don't clean like I I've never cleaned I don't clean like that he's like I make plenty of money I'm not cleaning he's like you can wear some shoes but like I I and again I I felt like that was like I imagine that I'm like I pictured myself being like like Rachel and him like kind of saying that like I make a lot of like I've been here longer I've been on TV the longest like you peasant people that just started you can go clean it's like that is so rude that's totally the vibe he's putting off. And every, uh, you could tell every single person was like mortified. And, and like, and then he like would keep going. Like he, it's like, it's like he can't read the room to like be like, oh, that was a really shitty thing for me to say. He just like doubles down and is like, yep, nope, I don't clean. Let's just hire someone. But like Kyle said, it's like Sunday afternoon. We're not getting someone here. Like we have to clean this so that we can walk through the, you know. And, like, literally everyone's trying to say, like, if we all did this for 10 minutes, we would be done. But, like, he's like, nope. I, no. Yeah, even his friend, his frat boyfriend called him an asshole. He's like, he gets like this. He's always been like this. He can be a real dick. And I didn't think I'd like the friend because he comes off so cheesy and it's like pearl necklace, and diamond necklace, and his J- Justin Timberlake hair. But, like, I like him. I know. I, I do, fun. too. <laughs> And I like that he called Craig an asshole. And and then I just wanted to talk about really quick, like, so Paige. She just keeps hiding and shrinking and behind people. It kind of reminds, she handles it differently. But, like, I felt a parallel with, like, Jax and Brittany. How, you know, like, Jax would do these horrible things. And Brittany would just, everyone would be like, Don't, Brittany, like, it's not, it's not, you're not him. You know, and like yeah. she, I felt kind of like that, but I felt like Paige took it to heart, like a li- like she literally seemed mortified and was like, "It's really hard when like yes. your boyfriend's like a complete douche and everyone's looking to you to do something and like you have no control over him." You know, so I think she, I I don't think they're gonna if unless he completely changes if he still continues this behavior she's gonna break up with them like from what i've seen from her on summer house she's very particular very fickle okay so she very may, yeah does not need to be in a relationship she's so this if she's embarrassed like that that it's not gonna this, yeah her. so she made a comment that um because because i think like as definitely 
me being kind of a new viewer of like this show is like I am wondering why she's with him or like why she puts up with that behavior because and that's always been my problem with Brittany is it's like Brittany like I can't think that you're a good person like everyone says that you are when your actions are you're literally aligning yourself with like a horrible human being like what does that say about your values and like who you are when like that's the person that you're choosing to partner with like you literally are signing off on his behavior so for Paige to she kind of opened up and said like I've been the you know in relationships where the guy's perfect and they do everything by the book and it like literally was like the biggest turnoff so yeah we'll see I guess we'll see if that lasts yeah I mean also he like left signed copies of his book lying around like that's so cheesy it is like like she would find that super cringe so yeah okay so as a time so things are still getting like super weird with Luke and Jessica and Jessica is she's like now outwardly say like she's had like conversations with multiple people in the house being like you know I'm not into Luke like I don't know like what's going on he's like kind of not taking like my you know cues body language cues yeah body yeah. language like she's like trying to and and she is possibly interested in like other people in the house like she she feels yeah. trapped in like the fact that like she thought maybe there was something going on with him um which I, I, I feel like that's like such a relatable thing that, you know, you walk into a situation, you think you're talking to someone cool and then you're like, shoot, like I picked like who I yeah. was talking to and like I gave that person the wrong impression. Now this person thinks I am like this and this other group of people don't like me because they think I'm aligned with this person. And you're like, shoot, like it's literally only been a day, but like, what did I do? Yeah, I think she's she like doesn't want to embarrass him or hurt his feelings by directly saying, you know what, I guess I'm not actually interested, which I think we would all do, right? We would all just try to do it via body language. And yes. Like, remove yourself from the situation and hope that they get the hint. But like Amanda said, she's like, yeah, I think he's like, it's this gray area, but he needs it to be black and white. Because- well, and then they did like a little like flashback of like him, like him kind of having this yeah. behavior like repeatedly. So I was like, oh, so it's a thing. Yeah, he's just kind of like clueless, probably because he gets so many, and he was a model. He gets so many, it doesn't occur to him that people might like not be into him, but he doesn't get like assaultive or like touchy like he's never like physically you know assaulted anyone I guess the way Craig is making it imply he's doing you know it's been more just like kind of clueless yeah I don't know the massage thing like did trigger me a little bit but oh yeah no I mean he no this episode 100% I mean the path like okay the yes oh totally totally yes 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 Anna. like I've never seen him like because even when he did that to Paige it was a little too much for me the the leg up and down on the leg and yeah. on her head it was like no I don't you know but I think like ju- like jumping to that I feel like when Craig said don't touch her like I feel like that was enough like that then like the boundary yeah. was set like I don't think that 
there was, I mean, I guess it's not for me to say if that was like going too far. Like maybe that was too far for Paige. I don't know. But I'm just saying like, I feel like Craig did everything right in that moment, even though he's very, like he said, like, don't touch her, you know? So it's like, okay, like there's the line. It's done. Um, But so for you guys, yeah, if you guys maybe didn't see this episode, what happens is like, they're all drunk. Like it's like, getting wild and he start like he he keeps putting his hand on like Jessica and he's like massaging her and like her whole you can she's sitting there literally mortified I don't think because he's massaging her but because everyone in the house knows she's not into it and she kind of wasn't able in the moment to put a stop to what was happening and I've been in that situation before and like everyone's looking at you like well do stand up for yourself do something and she doesn't want to embarrass the guy she's trying to just like get through it and you could see like it was just building up in her like the frustration I think so she even said she goes look I know for a fact if I had that conversation with Luke this it would be done there'd be no issue it wouldn't have escalated like this Craig escalated it Craig was in the right for saying something but then he just went overboard on his like I'm calling the cops yes okay yeah so basically like Craig goes off and he kind of busts like as he's saying like don't touch Paige he goes and don't touch her either like talking about Jessica and so like everyone kind of disperses and you know he's like if you touch anyone again I'm gonna knock you out I'm gonna push you through that window I'm gonna punch you out so like a lot of you know the guys are like blowing up and then they kind of separate so Luke goes to his room and you see him and like he shuts the door and like he sits on his bed and he's like trying to process like what's going on and he ends up calling his sister and I in the moment like I did kind of feel bad for him because he probably was feeling like a lot of emotion and like maybe thinking he didn't do anything wrong and he was like racking like and no one went in there to talk to him so the poor guy his mind was racing you know Um, now once he had time to self reflect he's like that is not how I wanted to come across. Yes. You know, he was just completely not self-aware in the moment. Yes. And it wasn't horrible, but it was, he should have read her body language. I wish she would have said something, but I think she didn't to spare his feelings. Me and too. Embarrassment. So Me it's too. Just... So, um, Jessica, like go, everyone kind of goes to their own room and like, te- like, it's just like the tension in the house is like off the Richter scale. So she goes into her room, like she, starts crying like she's like feeling upset and so they're like come um who uh craig goes in there and he's like dude i'm sorry like i didn't mean to like go like i didn't mean to like blow this up or whatever but like come into the room with like with me and Paige, like let's talk and like i think at that point like it was just like all of the emotions like coming out over her embarrassment about what's going on and I also felt bad how she was like, maybe I did like lead him on because yeah, maybe she did. But like, that doesn't mean that it's her fault, you know, and if she was feeling a certain way, like that's really shitty. So it was like just shitty all around, like a bad. Yeah. Well, because if you think about it, if he was just completely not picking up her social clues, what he is going off of is her telling him in the hot tub that she's really into him, but she just wants to move slow. So if that were true, yes. like he just, he missed the part where she fell off. He, you know, him coming up a little massage on the neck or he hugged her. You know, remember when she came back from the grocery store, 
she hugged him and she held on quite a long time. She put her head on his chest. Like if you were already that way, you would have done the Sarah Holly half tap hug. Yes. You know, so I think there's some mixed messages and of course it's not her fault. It's just, I understand that he thought, oh, I'm just taking things slow by, oh, I'll put my hand on her knee. That's, you know, I'm not kissing her yet. I'm, you know, I don't think, I think he thought she was still into him. He missed the the memo where she wasn't, it was very clear that she wasn't, you could tell by her body language, but he just was not picking that up. Yes. And so, yeah. Okay, so... Like, so everyone's trying to, like, manage their emotions, and it's, like, a lot. Well, Craig goes back downstairs and starts, like, going, like, he can't calm himself down. He's like, that that's it. He needs to be out of this house. He's ranting and raving, and um, I'm pretty sure Luke could hear him. Like, I'm pretty sure he could hear, because pretty quickly he decides, like, he's going to pack his shit and leave. And yeah. that's what he starts to do, and... um is it Alicia? Is that the girl's? Or who who was it who was like trying to talk him down in the kitchen? I forgot her name. Sierra. 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 Yes, Sierra. Yeah. Um. You know, she's and like they all you... thought he overreacted. Yeah, they're like, yeah. don't don't do this right now, because I mean, again, it's three in the morning. Everyone had been drinking, and like at this point, everyone's in their room. It's gonna calm down. Like, let's wait until the morning to like yeah. see how we all feel, and then we'll decide. Like, that's all that she was. Tr- like, everyone's like, dude, just like let's simmer it down. Like, we don't need to do anything right now in the moment. Um, but I remember when this filmed, and there were so many rumors and stories going around that I remember podcasts talking about it, articles saying one or two people left summer house and it's like the rumor is it's a sexual harassment yes. and Luke's name was thrown out there yes okay well clearly it wasn't because I really don't think he would have been invited to BravoCon let alone have a booth if it was sexual harassment and from what we see here it's not it's very much like Stasi at Katie's wedding situation you know what I mean like it's not sexual harassment it's uncomfortable it's unwanted it's cringy it needs to be dealt with but there was no crime committed here. Right, right. It's just, but you know, Craig had it. Craig was on, he was bent on having it out with Luke. Like, remember when they came back and like, he jumped on the table. Some of the girls were on the table. He jumped on the table, was dancing. Craig's like, get down, get down. He's like, Luke's like, what? I just am dancing. He's like, you don't need to be up there with them. And then they show Craig up there with like the other guys. I'm like, and girls. So I'm like, oh, okay. These other guys can be up there, but he can't? Like, yeah. He was already trying. I do feel like, I wonder if, like, behind the scenes, like, I, obviously, I don't know what's gonna, what's happening in the next episode, but I feel like the only thing that makes this, like, a little different than, like, the Stassi Katie wedding thing is it's, like, you have to go to sleep in the house and, like, feel comfortable that no one's gonna, like, come into your room and, like... Yes. So that, like, I feel like possibly adds, like, another little element to it. Yes. So I'm just wondering if that... There's no door lock. Yes. Yeah. So that, like, and just, like, with, like, the behavior that I did see in Luke, like, I wouldn't put it past him to, like, maybe try to, like, obviously, not not do anything, but, like, maybe plead his case or something. I don't know. 
Or just like go in there and just like I just wanted to cuddle you. Yeah, and, and you then feel have, good. Yes, and then having to like constantly like be like, no, not tonight. And then like having like him throw a fit or something. I don't know. It just yeah, that made me nervous. And I felt like when she went into her room, like I got a little bit of that vibe. And then they pulled her into the other room, and then you know she seemed a little bit better. But yeah, so, I, think I don't it was know. Emotions. Her crying was just how everything escalated and everyone was fighting and yelling because of her and she just it was all too much yes and like and also like for if that was me like I would also be like I know what they got on camera like I know that I told him that I was interested I know that I acted a certain way and now you know I don't like it but like it's turned into this whole other thing I don't I would just be like oh my I would be overwhelmed now what is real estate in the metaverse Okay, I was like, I, I I did not have time. Like, I just finished the episode, and I was like going to Google that, but I was like so confused by the like Zillow for the digital world. I mean, doesn't that mean like a website domain? Isn't that real estate in the digital world? Yeah. I mean, I I don't. I'm so like, confused. What does that have to do with crypto? I don't know. Like, I don't think that I would necessarily. Based on some of the things she was saying, she's like, oh, there's like non-alcoholic seltzers and like didn't know what a sardine was, didn't know what a dustpan was called. And like, she, I'm like, I don't know that I would go to you for like expert crypto financier or real estate advice. No. But I, don't, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. And, um, I think we're gonna have to look it up. I was I was almost just gonna say something really mean and be like, obviously she can't really explain herself, but yeah. uh, that's not that's not nice. <laughs> oh man! That reminds me of uh, a friend of ours. From yes, way back. But I I was I thought that the episode was like I'm I can't wait to see what's gonna happen in the next episode. It was so interesting, and even though Craig annoyed me. I also felt like I was so happy that someone kind of like said it to to get her out of like that uncomfortable like it yes. needed to be said and I almost could see like that like when he was like and stop touching her too it was like everyone kind of was like yes like thank you yeah. but then obviously like it went too far but like I would just imagine that like it probably felt good to have someone like so vocally stand up for you um and then yeah. On the flip side, it probably felt horrible for for him to hear, you know, everyone talking about him like that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely liked what Craig did, just not the way he did it. Yes. And also, like, had there been another moment, I think Jessica could have said something yes. to Luke and it would have been over. But unfortunately, it played out this way. So. so it'll be interesting to see how she handles it and, like, what she's, you know, like, hopefully it all circles back and and hopefully Luke got a, learned a lesson out of this like again I don't think I definitely was creeped out cringed out we know that feeling and that's not right but I, I think he maybe learned a lesson like maybe change your approach even if you think a girl's into you maybe she doesn't you know read the room I guess. yeah and and like and just like you said like he he said like straight up like he does not want to come like he's like I hope I don't come off like that he obviously this like doesn't know he comes off like that so I don't think he meant it but yeah that's kind of you know that's a bummer like it's 
it's kind of a slippery slope to argue because it's like don't yeah. do that I don't know yep so yeah right. it kind of <laughs> reminded me of like when I met this guy sage man when I met him he was in a suit on New Year's Eve and he looked just like Dylan McKay okay R.I.P. yes and I was like, wow. And everyone was like, wow. And he was truly had been a Versace model and a Calvin Klein model. Like I legit saw the tear sheets because um, they're in my closet because a lot of his shit was in my closet at one point. But so I had this whole vibe and I'm like, God, this guy's amazing. I'm like, he's so hot. And then I found out he lived in a bus and my whole vibe was like, like I couldn't, I couldn't get past it. I couldn't get into it. You know, like, not homeless. It was, like, by choice. He's just very hippie. You know, he sold sage and made oils and ran his school bus on veggie oil that he get from restaurants, fryers, and shit. Like, like, it was just too much for me. So instantly that vibe changed for me. And I feel like Luke can kind of come across a little bit like that sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I think that just completely... Sh- she just 180 degree the light switch has been turned off and that's how I can compare it to it's like oh you're totally and oh wow they're hot and then you realize what they're really like and you're like oh this is and by and by the way like that is like every human's right like we are allowed to be into something and then change our minds and like the answer can be no if it was yes like that's cool but you're allowed to say no also and I think that's the part that like really triggers me is it's like yeah maybe she was into you at first but like now she's not like it's no is no like get your hands off so I you know it's that's it's just it happens sometimes and it's sucks I was laughing on Bachelor in Paradise tonight so this the one guy that dumped the girl and chose no one instead of her. Yes. Um, So she's crying, you know, as they do, as they leave. And she's like, but then she starts laughing. She's like, I can't believe I let a Lyft driver break my heart like this. And she's like, he sold his uh, couch for cash to come here. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, you always think these Bachelor contestants are just like some like, you know, successful business person. Yeah. Like, oh, and nothing wrong with being a Lyft driver. That's awesome. But you just have it in your head like, oh, they're a model. Oh, they're a fitness model or a personal trainer. It's like, yeah, a personal trainer, like what, to two people? He has to drive Lyft to make his rent. No shame in that. But it was just funny because you're not expecting that from The Bachelor. And so she was just like, I can't believe I'm sobbing over this Lyft driver that just had to sell his car. Yeah. Oh, gosh. my gosh. It was just kind of funny. That is funny. Perspective. But cool. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Okay, awesome. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. And let us know what you thought of the episode. And also, just a reminder, because we'll probably do it in the next week or two, is shout out some of uh, your guys' businesses and things like that that you put in our Patreon. So if you join Patreon, I have a question in there that asks if any of you want us to promote your whatever it is your business your etsy shop whatever anything you'd want promoted to put it 
in the comments under my question on Patreon. Oh yeah, so just- let's let's do that soon because um I peeked in there and like there is like some amazing small shops, you guys. Like yeah, really cool, like amazing Christmas gifts. Like I- I'm definitely ordering well, off there. Be good timing because next week is November, so it's start time to start planning. So we'll start shouting you guys out, and hopefully we can spread the word throughout the community and support each other instead of giving our money to big corporations. Totally. So just do that. It's $3 a month. It's so little money. It's less than a cup of coffee. And we're bringing you extra content in there as much as we can. Yes. So cool. All right. Okay. Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye.